Welcome to Getting Ahead with Career Success, the podcast for the Ohio State University students and alumni from the College of Arts and Sciences. More than resumes, career success is your center of opportunity and connections. It is a great source for information that will help you pursue your professional aspirations. A special thanks to our Buckeye level sponsors for academic year 2021-2022, Andalin Biosciences and MedPace. If you're looking for exciting career opportunities, these organizations are hiring now. See our website for more information. If you've been paying attention to the world the last two years, you've certainly heard the term virtual interview. And while you probably have a good idea what that is, we asked Maggie Kruth, a career coach with Career Success, to define what we're talking about when we reference virtual interviews. So a virtual interview usually comes after um, that initial phone screen, right? And this can be technical in nature, it can be behavioral in nature, but usually it's after Um, the first step of an initial phone screen. You know, in the wake of the pandemic, we have seen a rise in virtual interviews. So um, this tends to be a good sign if you get a virtual interview. Uh, And it's pretty similar. So they'll ask you some questions regarding, tell me about a time when you showed leadership or, you know, describe to me a situation in which you had to think on your feet. So a lot of those virtual interviews will be storytelling opportunities where you really get to showcase your skills to an employer or a hiring manager. As we're all aware, COVID continues to change the way we work, and it's also had a major impact on the way companies recruit. I was able to connect with Jacob Hirschberger, a campus recruiter with KeyBank, to learn how the recruiting process has changed. We are solely doing virtual, and that is not just campus-specific. That's our entire company. We are still kind of running mostly on um, a virtual environment for interviewing. About a couple of months ago, we were going back and forth as to whether or not we would go back to in-person for campus-specific interviews. But, you know, kind of the conclusion has been we should just stay virtual. You know, if it came down to it, it's so much easier to do a virtual interview, especially in the campus world, because, you know, we have students that go to Ohio State, but we would have to have them travel to Cleveland to do the interview. And there's a lot of nerves and anxiety that goes around people having to travel to a new city and have to navigate a new office space. You know, I remember when we were doing in-person interviews, we would send them maps as to how to get into the office, where to park, what to do. And like, that just caused a lot of nerves. So when we go to have these discussions as to whether or not we're gonna be in-person or virtual for interviews, it's almost easier for everyone, including the interview teams, just to be virtual. So I don't ever really see it going back 100% to an in-person environment. I think it's just easier for the student. And then of course the interview because they don't have to block a whole day anymore. They don't have to travel to a different office. They don't have to do all of the, you know, shuffling around their days. Uh, You know, we can just block a three-hour window in the afternoon and send a Zoom link and students can join and do what they need to do and then we're done. And it's, it's easy for everybody. Despite these benefits, not all recruiters prefer virtual interviews. Mitch Radakovich, a product supply data scientist with Procter & Gamble, shared his experience with virtual interviewing. We are doing completely virtual interviews right now at PNG, definitely would prefer to be in person. Uh, there, there's something to be said about just body language and, and being in the same room as somebody. Being completely online, you, you lose a bit of that element. Um, I, I would say the same thing also about career fairs. We've, we've been lucky that we've been able to come to a couple of career fairs up at Ohio State still in person this year. Um, but I know that a lot has been lost in terms of even some of them, we can only have one representative, for instance. And, and, and so we really like having those one-on-one interactions, even if it's going to be for five or 10 minutes, or if it's for the length of an hour-long interview. Um, 
getting to know how comfortable somebody is in a room with you uh, really does mean something. If you've recently landed an interview, there's a good chance it's virtual. And while a lot of the things you would do to prepare are the same as an in-person interview, there are a few key differences. Some things to consider are if you have roommates or pets in the house, make sure that, you know, they're giving you the time and space and, and you know, loudness and volume that you need in order to be successful. Um, in addition, Wi-Fi, right? So if you're sharing a network or a hotspot with other people in the, you know, in the home or in your office or wherever you might be, um, you need to have a reliable, reliable source um, for your Wi-Fi, make sure it's not skipping, not cutting out in any way. Um, another thing is plug in your laptop. I know that I forget to do that, but if your laptop dies in the middle of an interview, you might not be able to get back into it. Um, so thinking about preparedness, mostly from a technology standpoint, but also from an environmental standpoint, um, with you know a virtual interview, you wanna make sure your lighting is good, right? So make sure that it's well lit, they can see um, your face and you know anything else that can kind of show your personality, right? So um, make sure you have a clear microphone, make sure you can hear what they're saying through a speaker. Um, so take those you know technological uh, points, but also environmental um, points as well that you might not have to consider if you walk into a room and you just jump into an interview. I'm a big fan of in-person engagement um, for everything but the interview process. Um, I really think that getting, going back on campus for some like events and career fairs, it's really good because I like establishing, as you said, that rapport. Um, I, it's difficult because there's, I feel, you know, when you're in an in-person interview, you're trying to make that connection and you're trying to make those, you know, that build that rapport because you're more nervous. But when you're at your in-home in environment, usually at your house or your dorm or someplace in your university, you don't necessarily have all those nerves that make you feel like you have to point something out on the wall to, you know, make yourself feel comfortable. You know, we used to tell people when they were in interviewing in person is to, you know, connect with them on your surroundings to make yourself feel more comfortable. But now you're in your own environment and we've noticed that like the nerves are a lot less and, you know, you can really just get to the point and you can roll through those interviews more easily. First of all, something that's not different, I completely recommend for PNG for any company, coming in knowing what you're applying for and, and knowing a little bit about the company. Um, I mean, there's there should be a reason why you're applying to a job. And so it's good to know a little bit about why you want to do that. Um, and, and we're going to be looking for that. Um, we, we like people with passion. And so getting to show a little bit of that passion in terms of preparation is, is a really good way to do that. In, in terms of uh, interviewing virtually, I talked about body language, um, and I think it's important to be able to be in a place where you're comfortable. You're actually, I would say, from my experience as a student interviewing virtually previously, um, it's a little bit easier to guarantee that you can be in a comfortable place when you're interviewing, right? Um, if you're doing an in-person interview, you're, you're being told where you're going to be sitting um, versus you can kind of choose a, a, a place that feels comfortable, that feels safe for you if you're doing a virtual interview. Something that might seem obvious is just to make sure that you're dressed fully for this interview, right? Um, I was always taught look good, feel good, do good. Um, when you're dressed head to toe professionally, you're going to look good, you're going to feel good, you're going to do good, right? And if you have to stand up. You wanna make sure that you're dressed professionally from head to toe. Um, things happen where we have to step away from the camera um, and you might be showing part of your outfit that you weren't intending on showing when you started. So 
definitely make sure that you are dressed head to toe. Um, make sure your hair is combed. Make sure you didn't just roll out of bed. Treat that aspect just like you would an in in-person interview, um, I think is also something really important for, for individuals to remember. Another major consideration for a virtual interview is your technology. It's strongly encouraged that you take a few minutes a day or two before your interview to test your equipment and set up your environment. That way, if you experience challenges, you have some time to address them. First of all, get to know the platform that you're going to be interviewing on, whether it's Zoom, WebEx, Teams, or one of the other platforms that they have to offer. Familiarize yourself with that platform if you've never used it. Uh, I always recommend students to, you know, test it out with somebody else on campus. And at Key, in our interview invitations, we send like a pre-invite with all the instructions of how to log on. And I even put in there, you know, if you would like, we can set a five to 10 minute you know, test session up with the recruiter, and then I will send you a link to test out the service to make sure it's working for you. Make sure your video connects, make sure your audio connects, and then make sure you have a solid Wi-Fi connection. That's why I, back to my earlier point of being at home is so important because nine times out of 10, you're going to have a much better solid connection when you're at home than when you're in a library or in the university where there's hundreds of other people using that same network, even though they're built very, very strong. Uh, you have more of a chance to get disconnected, um, in my opinion, and from what I have seen. If you don't know what platform you'll be interviewing on, connect with a career coach to test out a few of the more common ones. Go on Handshake, make a meeting, make sure that you are familiar with all the various platforms that you could potentially be on, Teams, Google, Zoom, um, you know, anything else, Skype for that matter. So make sure that all of those um, programs have functionality so you can do that with a career coach you can always set up a meeting with um, a peer which is a great resource another type of interview that has gone virtual is the classic informational interview yeah so an informational interview is a networking tool that's become very popular with the shift to more virtual um more virtual tools being used in the professional world so um it's a multi-step process, but it's not hard. So what a student will do or an individual um, who's interviewing or seeking a job might do is start out by reaching out to someone on a platform, whether that be LinkedIn, email, texting. Um, and usually this is a person that is already in the field in a position that you're interested in. So um, for example, if I'm currently a career coach and I'm looking for a director position in an office on campus, I would reach out to somebody who was in a director role in an office on campus. Um, usually you want to start out this message with a connection saying, hey, Bruce, my name is Maggie. I also work at The Ohio State University. I'm wondering if you have a couple minutes to kind of walk me through your role and your day to day. Um, this conversation can be via email, it can be over the phone, um, really kind of put it in the person you're asking for this information from, put it in their hands. Um, and usually it lasts about 15, 20 minutes. It's really low stakes, really low pressure. Um, do make sure that you're prepared going into it, but it's a really great tool to learn about the industry, learn about a workplace that you might be interested in going to and building your network. So, um, kind of threefold in that way. But the thing to remember is you don't necessarily want to reach out to a recruiter. You don't necessarily want to reach out to a hiring manager. This is just an individual that you want to know more about what they do. Um, so really a learning tool, right? That informational part for you to kind of take data and figure out for yourself if this is something that you'd like to do, something that you're thinking about or a company that you're interested in. 
Informational interviews continue to be important and these days may be even easier to engage in than ever before. I have seen students land jobs based on the networking that they've been able to do with informational interviewing. Um, I think informational interviewing is extremely important when trying to build your network. Um, a lot of times it's about who you know, and if you're willing to put yourself out there and step outside of your comfort zone, it's a great way to open doors to um, hiring managers and companies and positions that might not even exist yet, right? So if I meet with somebody who is on a software development team and do an informational interview with them, in the future, they might say, hey, I met with this really cool uh, lady named Maggie, and she's got an excellent resume. I saw it. Do you mind if I pass it along to you for that opening on your team? So it might not even be an opportunity that you applied for that you might be considered for. So informational interviewing has a lot of advantages in that form and fashion. And I encourage a lot of students to take advantage of that networking tool. So this is with a conversation that really only lasted, I believe, probably five or seven minutes. And in the course of that time, uh, this candidate like focused on, again, the, the areas of PNG that that they would be able to apply their passion. Um, and so it, it's, it's not necessarily about, oh, wow, you know how to code in six languages. It's about, I really care about this company. I care about the work. Um, and that's really what we want to see. We, we know that if, if you come in and, you, and you're excited and you're ready to, to do something awesome, then you're going to learn whatever tasks you need to learn. Mitch, Maggie, and Jacob have some additional advice for you. Or in whatever situation you're, you're going for, trying to get, whether it's an internship or a job, um, get your application out there. Just put your best effort in. I, I, it's very easy. I, as somebody who was recently a student, it's very easy to procrastinate on things um, and to try to do things at the last minute. And I know you, everybody's probably heard this a thousand times, right? But we can tell when a lot of thought has been put in uh, in preparation, either uh, in terms of an application and a resume or in terms of coming into an interview. It, it, you can show your thoughtfulness uh, very, very clearly uh, if, you, if you've prepared. And, and so that's my, my biggest recommendation that I would say is uh, make sure that you've really thought through why you're there and it'll show through if you have. Usually I would follow, I wouldn't necessarily do it while I'm in the middle of the informational interview, but I would send a thank you email, right? This person took time out of their day um, and in that email, you can always attach your resume. You can say, hey, I've attached my resume for reference. Please let me know if you have any questions or if there are any openings that you think my resume and I would be a good fit for. That's a really great way to open the door into sending someone your resume while also thanking them for their time and also for them to keep you in mind in the future. Some things that students do really well when they're interviewing virtually is they have they bring their authentic self and they bring their personality and they're really engaged with the interviewing team. It's not just very like stagnant, you know, it's not like question, answer, question, answer. We look for people who have conversations. We're looking for people who can just keep the conversation moving. I always say when I'm in an interview, you know, if I'm talking to someone and they're driving the conversation, the candidate is driving the conversation, I'm more likely to move them forward in the process than someone where I'm driving the conversation because I want to feel that they are it's more flowing and I've actually experienced this to be honest with an OSU student where it's like I asked my first question you know why are you interested in key bank and then you know it just kind of goes from there because they talk about different things they ask like other questions within that statement and it kind of just moves the conversation in a different direction than like what I have, you know, my eight questions that I generally ask when I'm interviewing a candidate. 
you know, I, that's what I like to see. I like to see them move around and, and kind of flow in just a different direction. And one last thing to consider. Employers often host office hours or information sessions for Ohio State students, either on campus or virtually. Be sure to log into Handshake and take note of which companies are making an effort to be on campus and plan to connect with them. These are employers that are very interested in connecting with students just like you. Uh, one thing that I like to tell students is they always ask how to stick out during the recruiting process or the interview process. And I always tell them to get involved with the employer. So in the spring, KeyBank hosted what's called the Spring Spotlight on KeyBank, which is a virtual series where we highlight different topics that matter to you. So between March and May, every month we had a different theme of, of something. So March was focusing on wellness and financial wellness, mental health. April was all about our DE&I initiatives and missions, and then May was about meeting our different businesses that we have to offer. And every Tuesday during those months, we would invite students and they would get to participate in hearing about these different topics that we have to offer. It's about our campus programs, but it's also about that those different topics I was just like talking about, a different theme every single week during those different months. And I tell students to get involved in the opportunities. When employers have those opportunities, to get involved because a lot of times we're, we're we're looking at the students who are attending those and we're 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 translating that to you as you apply to different jobs and that really makes you stick out because you're one learning about the company you can speak to that in your interview you you just you're more well versed when it comes time for you to actually start interviewing and enter the process so just get involved do the the 30 minute virtual engagement that these companies are having to offer if you're really passionate about working for that company in the future a special thanks to our Buckeye-level sponsors for academic year 2021-2022, Andal and Biosciences and MedPace. If you're looking for exciting career opportunities, these organizations are hiring now. See our website for more information. If you're a student in the College of Arts and Sciences at The Ohio State University and you're ready to connect with like-minded leaders learning to tackle 21st century challenges, career success provides great opportunities for you. Visit our website go.osu.edu slash career success. Explore our signature programming and events. Make use of the extensive resources on our website and connect with a career coach to help with your internship or job search. If you're a professional interested in helping students prepare for their lifetime of opportunity, we'd love to talk with you about presenting during a program or helping out during an event. The Center for Career and Professional Success at The Ohio State University. Communities, connections, career success.